Welcome back, beautiful people of Community Christian Church. <laughs> when you get in, you got in. Yeah, I mean, you sound deck. We're in King. I mean, uh, King Roman. No, we're in Roman. Mm-hmm. We have an idea. Roman's 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 Are we in Isaiah? We're in Romans 9. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, he did. no, not me. I said we're in Romans. Oh, I said kings. I said no, no, Romans. About forbidden scripture in the Hebrew Bible, Isaiah 53. So I had to come and look in my Bible, Isaiah 53. In the Hebrew Bible, it was. It was all prophecy of Jesus. It was forbidden. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Ooh. Bomb. Yeah. I think so. See, it's, it's only forbidden because they know it's true. Did we finish it? We finished eight, huh? Yeah, we finished eight. Yeah. We're on nine. So then does that mean they know? They know and just decide to, decide to go against it. Yeah, that's right. Mm. I think it's forbidden that we should read it. I think it should. What? <laughs> Since it's forbidden, we should read it. Yeah, like after I watched the show of uh, these people in Egypt, I think, I don't know. I had to come and read it. (laughs) It's like the summary of the gospel, right? It's how the Lord, how we treated the Jesus when he came and and how he died for us and we didn't care. They didn't care. This is Jesus. You know? Who has believed our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of the dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, familiar with suffering. Like one whom men hide their faces, he was despised, despised, and we esteemed him not. He took on our infirmities and carried our sorrows. We considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. He was pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our iniquities. And the punish that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. And, he, and we all, like sheep, have all gone astray. Each of us has turned his own way, and the Lord laid upon him the iniquity of us all. It goes on. It's the whole chapter. Yeah, it's all about how we... It's Jesus. What chapter is that? Who's that? Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53? Then they took that out of the Hebrew Bible, apparently, a long time ago. <laughs> the synagogue. What are they? <laughs> Rabbis yeah. decided, oh no, no, nobody even <laughs> see that. That was a prophecy. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to attend, attend synagogue a couple times to yeah. see how it actually goes. Yeah. Probably, I'd probably be segregated. <laughs> You'd probably be the one who's going. They'd read Isaiah 52 and then whoa, whoa, whoa. they'd stop, stop there. there. <laughs> Why, why are Ow. you stopping there? <laughs> Keep going. Just we're in Romans 8. <laughs> nine. Are we in nine already? No, we're almost in no. nine. Oh, I thought we did. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought we were already on nine. I thought so, this too. This is the best part of oh, okay. Romans 8. Okay. I disagree. The whole Bible is the best part of the Bible. Right. But instead of Romans 8. Romans 8 is amazing. Okay. okay. So, so we're on Romans Besides John 3.16, this is probably one Such of the most Christian quoted answer. sections of the entire Bible. 
Just to let you guys know. Okay. So what are we on then? Eight. We got to 35. Romans 8. That's what we got. Yeah, we haven't even yeah. read. So this is part. the part that's awesome. Yeah, this is the part that's pretty intense. And I want to keep an eye on you. 35. In 35 down. <laughs> To, like uh, chapter six. She had 33. No. She did. <laughs> I was thinking 33. Ellie wants to keep going backwards. <laughs> no, I think we read 34. We were, no, yeah, we did. We read 34 and then got stuck going over it for the rest yeah, of the Bible study. Because I haven't had yeah, that. There's a reason why. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we went over the interceding for us. Yeah, we're in 35. Uh, that's how we got sidetracked. Okay. Well, if you want, you can recap. <laughs> well, Roger. We're definitely going to read from 28 to 39. Okay. And then we're going to jump back to 35. Right. I can't. And Joe said she Just because we got to keep in context it. with what Paul's talking about. We yeah. We're just start at 35 and be like, yeah, this yeah, is my deal, Mama. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can make the Bible say anything like that. Yeah, I, get, I agree. You know? So. I'm not getting Sit by your husband. You can close the door while you're out. So, yeah. Here is 28 and locked up. Here is 28 on for like the third time. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, so here we third go. Third time's the try. It says, and we know that. Did we, oh, wait, pray in? we didn't pray in. Exactly. Yeah. Hold up. We like, need to pray in. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh huh. Alright, so let's pray in. It says, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this wonderful time and thank you for uh, everything you do for us, Lord. Let us come humbly before you and. Uh, open our, our hearts to you, Lord, and help teach us what uh, needs to be taught today. Uh, do it as your will and not our will, Lord. Uh, please bless the study. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, so it says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters and those he predestined he also called those he called he also justified those he justified he also glorified what then shall we say in the response to these things if god is for us who can be against us he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things, who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies, who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
Yeah, we mm-hmm. did read all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we no, read it, but, but we didn't get to, didn't get to go get through, to, yeah. through, yeah. So, it's, uh, so we'll jump back to 35. And a quick recap on what what we went over was that... That, um... Damn, ice cream truck. Sorry. Three yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick um, recap. Quick recap is that... Um, if God is with us, who can be against us, right? So, and being said so, that we we can't condemn anyone, right? Only only God can, right? So, why? Thirty-five. We can condemn ourselves. Well, a lot of getting over some of the some of the things we can't let go of is forgiving ourselves. Well, that's why I say because you can also condemn yourself, and I'm mainly talking about the non-believers, because you everyone has that choice to accept him, and is given the choice, is called and everything, but then oh, so you're since they don't, different. since they don't accept, they condemn themselves. You're saying in a different context of condemning yourself. Yeah. By not choosing mm-hmm. the Lord. That's what he meant. By, I meant like as in. I remember I have a a guy I knew. He told me. I said, man, Jesus loves you. He'll forgive you. And he said, man, I don't know. I've done too many bad things. You just don't know. And he wasn't ready to. Yeah. It's like, man, Jesus forgave it all. Yeah. Jesus forgave it all. There's a, like, bringing it up as, like, a condemn yourself isn't really, like, a, uh, I think, a good point to share with someone who, who hasn't accepted the Lord yet, you know, because that yeah. it almost puts a judgment there to say that. Well, you can condemn yourself even if you believe in the Lord and you still, and you, yeah, and you turn away, and you turn away from it. Yeah. that Because you already know the truth. Yeah. And yeah. you continue sinning, the fact right? Is, the fact is we don't. We always stumble. Condemn ourselves. We're condemned already. Yeah. We, we stand condemned because, because we're all separated. We're all born separated from God. We're all heading to the abyss. That's true. Um, and 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 God sent a lifeline. Yep. And and no matter what you do after you um, take that lifeline, you you're you're justified. You can't lose the justification. It's the faith, right? Mm-hmm. Like I guess you can. I don't. You can't really lose your faith if you weren't there in the first place. Like I think first. Well, I say as long as I think first John states that. That's right. That's what I was stuck on. Because I remember I asked, had asked, you can sin all your life, and at the end, if you repent, you're forgiven. You're forgiven. Yeah. You know, because all of it's been forgiven. Right. Every sin that you do, past, right? All that was done in the past. All all the stuff that's right now, and then also all the stuff in the future. So all that future okay. sin that you're gonna do, that you're gonna all mess right, up. I'll take your mind. Just all don't right. take it as like, all oh, I'm gonna like a free pass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, free pass. But take it as like, I gotta overcome this sin. I'm gonna sin more. I'm gonna sin more in the future because I know right now I'm I'm battling with it. Yeah. Right. So it's something that okay, I don't want to do it anymore. But that's different. That lifeline. Right. You give it to give it to God. You know because. We're not perfect, you know, and we, we won't be perfect until we get with them, right? So we're going to sin until, so don't beat yourself up over the sin. Don't not forgive yourself for the sins you do, you know. You'll just fall into that, that like, well, I can't get back with the Lord. Right. You, you get into that, that mentality that you lost your justification over it. 
you know, you're going to sin, right? So when you yes. do sin, just get right back to the Lord. Amen. You know, that's the best thing you can do. Um, Hi, Pastor Matt. Hi, Cody. Can you hear me now? Good. You should be here. You should be here. <laughs> he's, a, he's super sick. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so we can't condemn anyone. Only God can condemn us. Right. right. Even ourselves, we can't condemn ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. If anything, you condemn yourself, you're stuck in that pattern of thinking that you can't quite get out of the understanding of yet. You know what I mean? The first verse of this, Romans 8, there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Right. So, now that we got that quick recap. Huh? Is your mic working? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we it's don't just not on the speakers. On. Oh, got it. It's online, you hear it. So we have to trust. We have to we have to speak by faith. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so back to it. Verse thirty-five is where we're going to start. Now that we got that quick recap, it says, "Who shall separate us from the love of Christ?" Right? Can you think of anything that can separate you from the love of Christ? Ourselves. That's it. That's true. Yeah. Ourselves. You wanna, That's you, it. You want to explain it? You want to explain how? By not not doing what not doing God's will, not doing what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's even funnier because uh, even that doesn't separate us from the love of God. Right. Not what? spending time nope. with them. Cause, really? Because uh, even that doesn't. Because it even says here. Um, well, it, personally. Well, personally, it feels like that. But that's what I'm saying. It feels like that. Is, yeah. yeah, but even that it doesn't separate. But that's us. a worldly thought coming mm-hmm. up on you, yeah. right? And sometimes, and that's how people get stuck in seasons of sin, mm-hmm. right? Is because of that thought process. Like they know they they've given their life to Christ. They they even you know they could even have led a Bible study, and then they get into that 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 process where they condemn themselves in a way where they go into that season of sin. And then after that season of sin, they realize, you know, I've been, I've been there the whole time. It was just me. They just sabotage themselves. Yeah, you know, right. it's just me being, me being thinking you know, worldly. You know, that, that's why the mm-hmm. scripture is so beautiful here because it's telling you, you know, because we all go through seasons. We all go through. God, where are you? You know, don't you see what I'm going through? But this this promise here that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing. 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 High depth, principality, yeah. powers, nothing. In that first in that first part it says shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword. That those first two is the, I think I meant those, I think I meant them more along the lines of only we can separate ourselves from the love of Christ, not yeah. him separate him from loving us. Yeah, and that's what we're talking about. We yeah. separate that's ourselves what we're when we is. don't feel him or spend time because we don't we don't recognize it, we forget, him right. being there. We forget what but he's always there. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's there the whole time. Sin, right. You see, see on our end. You know, the and Corinthians tells us when we sin we carry him with it with us into yeah. that sin. If you sleep with a prostitute, you beca- you've made Christ one with a prostitute. Wow. Uh, I would Agree. Uh, That's actually I straight mean, up what it says in the Bible. Well, it, yeah. it goes that far. Because yeah, Christ is there the whole time with us. Yep, because it's just said we're, we're never sinning. separated. Even, even when we're sinning. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's why Matt says... I think he would. 
That's what Matt no. tells you. Like you over there. And I'm yeah. Like, what is so that? That, that deep. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Where, like, the thought process you just had, you separate. That's that yeah. thought process of separating yourself from the justification. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. That's what Christ is there for. He's interceding. He's got. We got his credit score. Yeah. You know, when God's the bank, you know. Oh. It's got funny it. too because I've had amazing. <laughs> I've had people say that. Well, you know what? I don't. I don't cuss in church. I don't smoke in church. I don't do these things in church. But That's yet, a good sample right but there. yet, um, but when you leave, you're doing it all. Uh, Matt, Pastor Matt was standing there, and he said, "Where's the church? Where's the church? It's not this building. Right here. It's right, right here. here. Yeah. This yep. is the, the temple heart. of the Holy yes. Spirit. That's right. And so if we're doing it." We're it's doing in it in church. We're, if we're exactly. doing it anywhere. We're doing it in church. That's what. That's what the whole book of, like the last, second half of Luke, Exodus is all about. Is it's God trying to show the people that were exiled from or uh, taken from Egypt, trying to show them where God's at, and every little piece that was built that He was instructed to build was an example of what was to come, which is what we have now. You know. Um, I don't know why I went that way, but that, that's it would it, Oh, I know why I went that way. It, it, it's an example of God from the beginning was showing us that God's within us, right? right. The temple, the temple, um, is within us, and God lives in us. So it's like we, we are go, the temple. Yeah, we, when we go into sin. No, we take Him with us. Oh. Okay, so but like that thought process, yeah, but all oh. is helps you. <laughs> It's like a little like, oh man, you know. Like, that's when the shame, right. the guilt, mm -hmm. and, and and so on. That's what you said. Get right back with the Lord, right? Because he's right there with you. Yeah. yeah. You know. You know. Have you heard of that? Uh, there's a poem, and uh, my brothers brought it up a couple times, but um, they call it footprints in the sand, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. And there's two sets of footprints, and mm -hmm. there's moments where it's one set. And yeah. the guy's asking God, well, why is there one set? Why'd you leave me during these times? These are my hardest oh. moments and you left me? And he said, no, that's the moments I carried. Carried you, yeah. And so in those moments, even in those moments, those times where you're doing the sin or whatever's happening in your life. He's carrying you. God's sitting there trying to carry you through it, but you're sitting there fighting him all the time. Yeah. You might feel completely yeah. separate from him. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's a worldly way of thinking. Like yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a yeah. worldly way of thinking. Yeah, and you get of, stuck in that thought process. Right. You know? Oh, so the scripture you were, we were talking about is um, is First Corinthians 6. Um, let's start at 15. First Corinthians 6, 15. Do you not know? Oh, wait. <laughs> Page is still turning. First Corinthians what? Six fifteen. <laughs> Can't get this too far from the mic. Huh? Oh, am I? Trying to turn the mics up a little uh, yeah. bit. Yeah. Because they should be no, because they're oh, usually able well, to pick up like this far back. Just so be careful, because okay. So first, first Corinthians six fifteen says, "Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ Himself?" 
Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Never. Do you know, not know that if he unites himself with a prostitute, is one with her in the body? For it is said the two will become one flesh. But if he who unites himself with the Lord is one with him in spirit. So it's like you're, you're saying you're taking, you're taking Christ there. I think even a spoiler in Romans 12 also says the Don't same say thing. <laughs> Don't say it. We can't take spoilers. Okay. <laughs> I was it told no spoiler by doesn't. Jacob. <laughs> so, I mean, if you, if you... It doesn't. It's not the one I was looking for. Okay, okay cool. The, the one I was looking for, it says, Do you not know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you? Oh, it, might, it might even be before what I just read. I, it probably is. Oh, it, it's actually after that. Oh, uh, let's read on. Yeah, exactly. Flee from all sexual immorality. All other sins man commits are outside his body, but he who sexually sins sins against his own body. Do you not know that you, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own, and you are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Amen. Boom. Amen. But it's true. It's, I mean, so we need to think that way. Because, wow, you know what? What if Jesus heard me sit talking this way? What if Jesus saw me acting this way? Guess what? He did. He did. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Man. You know, uh, they, they use... Just to check. Thanks, Paul. God, God uses... That's <laughs> what I'm here for. God, God, uses, um, God uses marriage as an example, right? It's like your partner for life. But it's more than that. You know, your partner might not go to work with you, but the Lord's there with you. You know what I mean? It's true. Those, Sorry. It's just those. It's a. It's. It's not to like. It's to help you with sin. You know, especially on the ones that are hard to show. Because if you can remember that in that time, then that's just an upper hand uh, up up against that sin. You know that that trouble. You know it, that that in that hardship or that persecution or. You know, in that thought process, you know, it helps you, it helps you call out to the Lord, mm -hmm. you know, when you can remember that stuff. It's like I always, I always remember too, years ago, Matt told me, you know, I, I told him, man, I'm still having a problem with cussing. He says, well, you don't cuss in church. I said, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, well, then you have control over it. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true, though. It's true. I've gotten better. I think I haven't for quite some time now. Yeah, that's it true. Amen. And that's how it works. It's, it's, you know, better. it's not overnight. No, it's I didn't not cuss overnight. over Trust the Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that work is the number one. That's the number one target. You get so upset and mm -hmm. you're like, and yeah, you're right. That's where, but here we're, we in control, but yes, we can control ourselves at work yeah. too. And I, I caught myself to be nice. Don't get upset. They're doing something wrong. This is not right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's okay. Mm. Oh, good. Across from <laughs> <that girl. laughs> I 
guy across from me today that was visiting our office because it was a big meeting, and, and he's actually a manager, and he sits down and something was wrong with the chair, and he took the Lord's name in vain real loud, and I was like, I was like, ouch! <laughs> I go, that's a bad word. <laughs> sorry, sorry, the chair messed up on me. Like <laughs> you got pinched, huh? But yeah, it's you know, it's um I don't know. We're just called to something better and, and so to remind ourselves of who lives yes. in us. You know, and, and that power that we have within us and um, it keeps it should keep us in check and, and if you keep mindful of him that he's right there all the time talking to him oh Lord how am I gonna figure this out oh Lord help me with this oh Lord thank you for showing me that you know talk to him like he's there because he is yeah, yeah. Um, that just give him a name. That <laughs> <laughs> just give him a name. Oh Jesus, thank you. <laughs> so, so, and then when you do overcome those sins, he's just gonna point out another one. <laughs> Self righteous. Right. You've overcome that sin. You know, there's always another one. And yep. You can see it because you know, there's always gonna be one. <laughs> you know, a lot of them in line. Yeah. It's just some stick out more than others, and those are the ones that the Lord's pointing towards you to fix first. You know? So, ouch. That's it. So then Romans six, in Romans six eleven or six. I'm sorry, six twelve. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, so that you obey its evil desires. Right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. All right, so uh, 36. nothing can separate us. Right. Yeah. So, so we are in trouble, hardship, persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or a sword. Right? Can you think? Can you think of a situation in all those settings? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in trouble. Okay, so you know you're dealing with. Um, you got in trouble at work. Or oh yeah, or you're someone's yelling at you, or yeah, I guess we'll do trouble at work. That's the best one to use right now, right? What about hardship? What would yeah. be a hardship one? Finances. Your finances. Yeah. Yeah. finances. Yeah, can't right? pay your bills. Yeah, just can't pay whatever. your mortgage. Yeah. You can't pay your. Who's right there with you no. when you can't pay your mortgage? Christ. Christ. Right. Everyone can think of a persecution. All right, persecution. What's persecution? They accuse you of people persecuting you. Yeah, persecuting you. Okay, so give give us an example. Uh, for uh, preaching God's word. All right. Do, well, do we deal with that in America at all? Really? No. Mm, Somewhat. Some. Yeah. yeah some not, people not still. To the extent. Not to the extent they used to back in the days, but I'm uh, sure there still are some that get persecuted. Just verbal. Yeah. I think persecution, they're, they're accusing you, I mean, I'll go back to like work, they're accusing you, yes, you did, and you're like, no, I didn't, yes, you did, you're doing it wrong, da, 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 yeah, that's more persecution. a persecution, yeah, like, they keep, like, yeah. knowing, you're trying to, you're trying to say, no, I didn't do it, wait a minute, yes, it's my initials, but no, yeah, wrongly accused, wrongly yeah. Yeah. that's persecution, that, that's more of a persecution, persecution, right. yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. You know, like uh, preaching God's word is one, but usually when you're being persecuted for God's word, it's because there's some type type of stigma of Christians that caused a problem in society, mm-hmm. right? Like if we take first century Rome, when around when this time was written, the reason why Christians were being persecuted was because Nero blamed it on the Christians, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just like in World War II, uh, Germany didn't like Jews because they blamed what the desolation of the First World War and not being recovering on the Jews over time, right? And there was that stigma of being a Jew. Eventually, they were put in gas chambers. They were slaughtered. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. That would be more of a persecution than, oh, we can't speak God's word here. I mean, in a way, that that's, that's a persecution, but that's more of like, all right, that person just doesn't want to hear it. You know, you're not actually being persecuted. You're just like, okay, well. Although know. sometimes people get people get fired for stuff. And, yeah, and, uh, and, that, and that's a difference. That's yeah. a different circumstance. Yeah. yeah. You know, wasn't wasn't um, John the Baptist when he was in prison? Wasn't he persecuted for for preaching? Yeah, doesn't that like, that was a form of persecution, right? Jail over it, yeah. right? That's a persecution, right? Yeah, you know? Pastor Matt's a home run in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you run my suits. All right, so okay, so famine, right? What's a famine? Just like when we went through, like, for example, COVID-19, when that started, everything was gone. We were standing in line and we couldn't find AIDS. We couldn't find find anything. You know what I mean? Shelves were empty. Shelves were empty. What did I consider? It's not toilet paper, though. Well, you know what I mean? Now that we're, you know, kids were like, what's going on? Yeah. And then now, I guess, because of the COVID, all of our fruit, we're having problems. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, every time when I go buy we're fruit, we still have to recover. Yeah. I yeah. consider yeah. that. And they're kind of like, months. what's going on? Well, yeah, because we've had a heck of a winter across the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Farmers. Farmers, yeah. And our fuel prices. And yeah. Don't give me that. If I start talking, I'm yeah. He, he's a politician. At the end of it. Oh, right. <laughs> You're a politician. <laughs> uh, uh, what's it called? All right. So, uh, nakedness. What's the reference to nakedness? You don't have any clothes on your back, right? You can't be naked without the knowledge of Christ. Poor. Being okay. poor, right? Yeah. Or oh. being poor, yeah. Right? Yes, it's true. Being without. Right, yeah. and all these circumstances yeah. so far. Yeah. It, well, that like that would be the. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Was, you're right. <laughs> Is it being poor without clothes? Yeah. yeah. No. Is your, your oh yeah. It's yeah. just taking it's the idea of being poor your... all the way to its full extent. Like I'm so poor, I can't even have clothes like that. Yeah. Right? I was going to take it a different route too. Your okay. Yourself. What was your route? I was going to take it where everything's laid bare. Naked. Okay, yeah, that's, everything's laid bare. I think that's bare. more along the lines of what. Where what? Everything's laid bare. So like, even your sins, everything that's going against you, like all everything you've done is laid bare. Nakedness. Yeah. yeah. Because when you're naked, you can't hide anything. No. no. Yeah. And exactly. So yeah. when it's talking yeah. about it here, it's talk. It's going in depth. So mm-hmm. it's talking about a lot of worldly things, right. like oh, nakedness, right. famine, and. Um, but take it to the spiritual aspect too. Is everything uh, that you've done lately? That's why I said I, I said it, I said in the in the in the aspect of being naked as as not having 
Christ in you and, and mm-hmm. not being prepared, not having, not knowing the word right, of Christ. Yeah. You know, so somewhat you're naked because you don't, you don't right. know. Are we considered sleepers? Sleepers? Us? Yes. Why we're no, it, it depends. It, it depends on sometimes on how you right, are because right. if you're sometimes if you're, you're reading the word when he's mm-hmm. not yeah. speaking, if yeah. you're reading the word but you're not doing what he's calling you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, the way I say it is I call it a stagnant Christian. Okay. Because if you look at water, yeah. after a while, if you plug up water, flowing water on one side so it's no longer flowing, then you watch that fill up and it just becomes this nasty stagnant water. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then what happens when you open up that spot again? It starts flowing and all that stagnation just yeah. goes away and it okay. becomes clean. Yeah. And the gas is And so, Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so the same, same thing happens Christian. when when a Christian gets an inlet but no outlet. Okay. So you you just fill up and you have this nasty stagnant water with no outlet. Mm-hmm. So now you're your you're just bringing yeah. sharing the sharing the good news. It's like you can you can so keep learning sharing, learning learning not sharing. Not sharing. Yeah. If you're not doing what God's calling you to do, you yeah. become the same way. The same right. There was a whole there was a whole meditation on that years ago. I read it was talking about. Why is the Dead Sea dead? Because it has an inlet but no outlet. And it's the same thing I was talking about a Christian that that takes it in but doesn't share it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. We're so supposed to split that sea in half, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why you have to look at that as like you said, if you can, we become sleepers. You can. Okay. Um, it doesn't mean we necessarily are. Okay. The the main majority of sleepers are those that have died without Christ. They're asleep, okay. or yeah, um, the people in the world are sleepers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the people of the world who don't know God are sleepers. Yeah, okay. But a Christian can also become a sleeper by not doing what they're called. Yeah, because there's, yeah. there's a scripture that says, "Wake up, O sleeper." Yes. Yeah. That's no, why I'm saying like they're talking about. Right, I remember. I remember we, we talked about that too long ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there are different yeah, aspects. As, okay. But the next. <laughs> danger. Push forward. Push danger. forward. All right. So danger. Think of like think of think of a situation in, in danger. Danger. Will Robertson. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Lost in space. Danger. <laughs> oh. What would be like a life application where you can think that, well, the Lord's here with me? Mm-hmm. I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. 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 Being a supermarket. Yeah. Into yeah. You just yeah. Right. Yes. Right. But yes. the Lord's with you mm-hmm. right. when you're in that situation. Tell me, duck. I mean, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what about the last one then? It goes along with it a little bit. Yeah. The sword. I think that's the. I think that's the ultimate. Yeah, that's that's uh the same thing that uh Paul ends up facing, like daily, pretty much, is the sword, um, facing death, <coughs> and so that one goes into literally the end of it. Like this person's going to kill you, and the Lord's still with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he won't. You won't be separated even in death. Nope, not at all. And that's like, why, because of that, you end up seeing the next verse. So um, it, talk about that. So it's like back then they used a sword. Now they use guns. Right. So if a gun is in your in your face, 
And God, they take your life. Take, you're not the separate. Lord can't separate. separate. The Lord won't separate from you. Uh, yep. Amen to that. So you can get like, pull it, pull it. <laughs> I get to leave. <laughs> no. but you can be bold in Christ in that moment, you yeah. know, because if it's your time to go, it's already been written. Yeah. Since That's true. Before, since before yeah. you were born, mm -hmm. it's already been written, you know. So the best thing to do is to show the glory of God in all those situations, mm -hmm. right? Right. And we listed all those things so you can think of the... The, the way to show the, the glory of the Lord in those situations, you know, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes, you know, we act on emotion. We're all human and we're going to mess up. We're going to do things that, you know, that we shouldn't do, mm -hmm. but you know, the dumb stuff, yeah, yeah. the dumb stuff, the punk stuff that Matt likes to say. Yeah. You Shall trouble is the first one. Like, man, right? you really don't what have would, to do What did we say on that one? You know, trouble. Trouble. Being in trouble, like, Trouble uh, at work. Or like similar to being at work or mm -hmm. someone your, comes against you. Your sin comes up against you. You know, you reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you did something bad and you got to come mm -hmm. home and face your problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> true. Mm -hmm. You know, Ooh, the thing that people call karma, it's just your sin. Oh, yeah. You no, I know it, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was always in trouble as a kid. Man. Sometimes it's not even worse. I'd be going home trying to figure out excuses to why I came home late. <laughs> oh, oh. oh yeah. Mom said sorry she was late, she fell asleep. It's alright. No worries. You're here now. Yep. Yeah. You should be here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. She is. <laughs> so let which brings us into the next verse, right? Where are we at right now? I'm 36. Sorry. 36. Oh, gotta go back. It says, as it is written. For your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered sheep to be slaughtered. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the best thing we can do is in any situation uh, is show, show the glory of God. Right? In all those situations listed, because Christ is right there with us. Right? He's not going to leave us or forsake us. And you know what I love about this verse the most? is because if you read it, at first, you would think, um, because of the verse before, that he's talking about the Lord being with you um, all day long, that he's facing death all day long. But actually, this verse is talking about for your sake, meaning now it's going to um, you going to another person. For their sake, you'll face death all day long mm -hmm. because you're considered sheep to be slaughtered. Now I picture Paul saying that because he wrote it. I mean, it's a, it's a verse from Psalm 44 verse 22 but Paul Paul quoted it because he he meant it as himself that we face we face death all day long and I, you know I don't think he's I don't think he's meaning it in a, a worldly sense either I think he's meaning it in a, in a sense that that this life that we're living it, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter Right? right. Don't be worried that if you get slaughtered like a sheep, you know, like this isn't the this isn't the thing to worry about, you know, because we all have a place to go next. Right. Mm -hmm. So even though it sounds like scary or like, oh, we're just supposed to lay down and just die or mm -hmm. something like that. It, it, that's not what he's getting at. What he's mm -hmm. getting at is the things that we face daily. They don't matter. They all burn up. Right. You know, the fact is when we draw our first breath. We're facing death because it's coming. Yeah. It's going to happen. Ten out of ten people die. Yep. You can fact check me if you want. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 10 out of 10. Every time. Yeah. Everyone dies. I love that. <laughs> 10 out of 10 people die. What are you going to do about it? There's some that won't. Right. In the future, when he comes, yeah. be taken up. Yeah. Okay, 10 out of 10 people die in the flesh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is that no, I mean, yeah. in the flesh, you still die. Yeah. Those well, that's what, die. that's what he's talking like, he about. He was talking about spiritually. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. We've already died. We live forever. We're living forever right forever. now. Yes. Right? We have the spirit within us, which is a piece of it, and one day we'll be fully in it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. But when we gave our life to Christ, we we put down that old life. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. we died. We died. We can go visit our burial, or we can make one somewhere in our yard, just to give a here lies an example. You know, so we live all my Christ. sin. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it was for. My hollow body. Yes. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So if we die here now. Yes. We'll just be more with Christ. Yes. Isn't that? That's a better way to look at it, right? It's not yeah. like, a, oh, I'm a, I'm just going to sit down there and take everything. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be enduring, right? Right. Yes. Right? Right. But if you take it from that perspective, people are, are reading it wrong. When it's more of like, this this, this doesn't matter. <laughs> Oops. Continue, continue. Thank you. This, this, this doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was classic. <laughs> you missed it. Oh, no, no, no. What did I miss? You missed it, baby. Don't worry. You missed it? I'm listening to it. Okay. He just drove it the whole Bible study at once. Make a cup of Lost a train of thought. I know. Yeah, so. <laughs> but in this okay. scripture, I don't know why, doesn't it go the same as humbling? No? Explain. Like humbling. No. Well, you know, we, we enjoy oh, what we have to go through, mm-hmm. right? But Thank at you, the same time, we oh, go through okay. God. Thank you. But the same thing wants us <laughs> to humble? I don't know. Maybe I'm just... You see, well, this one's I want to go back to the one you were talking about. You know, I kind of want to go into the... Are you going into more on that? I was going to take it the other way, but you can go deeper. Well, I mean, in my... I'm just trying to understand it better. Well, I guess, you know, we have... We endure so much, right? right. Because it's telling us this and that, the trouble, but God's with us all the way through, blah, 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 blah. But then we get, in other words persecution we're getting attacked but at the same time don't we have to humble but i'm humbling through the lord i believe in you i trust you i'm humbling so i could get through all that and that kind of goes hand in yeah hand. you know you're 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 on target for sure okay with that so but remember with all that endure during that you're enduring we've got to remember the first three chapters right mm-hmm. no one is righteous oh, not one okay. right so everything that happens mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. just well I, yeah it, all we need is that ticket that lifeline yes. okay. right so okay. in that so you're on target with the humbling right. part okay. because when you when you when you realize that no one is righteous, even the person that isn't saved yet is is the same as the person uh-huh. that is saved, mm-hmm. right? Um, you realize, oh, this person's on the same level as me. Mm-hmm. It's just the only difference is that I know that Christ died for me. Mm-hmm. I believe that, yeah. right? And that person is, well, 
you know, I'm just trying to do the best I can for myself, you uh -huh. know? That's okay. the difference there. Diff okay. You know, oh, I'll do good enough so I can get in ahead. Or they won't even care about, you know, they don't even thought about that, that process yet. Yes, They're just it. thinking about their life right now when, you know, this is just going to burn away in the end. Right. Yeah. But in that thought process, that's the humbling part. Okay. Right? Yes. Making sense, Make right? sense, yeah. Right. What was it you said, Jordan? I'm sorry. You said oh. you changed the way the way. Yeah, you were gonna go on something else. The way I was going to bring it was uh, looking back to the scripture on 36. But I like where this. Well, how do you word it? That's what I'm trying to. Oh. 36. Which book? Uh, Psalms 44:22. No, I was I wasn't going to bring it there. Oh. Uh, where you guys were going, I was going to bring it to. You're it somewhere else. Wait, so I have to find that. But, find what? Um, first, what I was going to say originally was when you look at this, it's telling us that for your sake, we, we face death all day long and consider sheep to be slaughtered. Meaning, um, okay, say so you're going out for a non-believer, right? And you're trying to win that non-believer. Mm -hmm. But, oh, well, of course, we're all trying to win multiple, but... Um, at that moment, you have this friendship with this one. And, um, they're slowly coming and coming, but then something comes up, and both of you are held at gunpoint, right? And you decide to let them take your life so that that person can live, right? Okay. It's the same way in the spirit. For your death, we take persecution. We take all these things. Um, so if you're coming against me, and you're the non-believer... That you'll, I'll let you persecute me all day long, put me down, do everything you can against me, just so I can try to win you. And that's the same thing as what it's talking about here, is I'll um, be put to death, I'll face death all day long. I'll face whatever you throw at me all day long, just so that I can win you to the Lord. Yeah, that's a that's a great way to put okay. It. Because that's the that's the mind change aspect of it, right? Once we understand what it is, now we have that mindset change, right? You'll no longer want want justice over someone else's sin. You know, you'll understand. Okay, well, maybe they're just not a believer, or they messed up. You know, or you know, you're not going to go after vengeance for someone. You know, taking your side mirror out and then driving away. You know what I mean? You're not gonna, yeah. You're not going to seek vengeance for it. You're just going to go, okay, well, you know, well, the Lord's with me in this one. We'll figure this one out, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and pray for that person and, you know, or, or like, because everything we do gets brought before the Lord. Mm -hmm. What does the Lord you know? say? The vengeance is mine. Yeah, the Lord says vengeance, vengeance is mine, right? Mm -hmm. Multiple times in Isaiah, multiple times yes. in other places. And, and now we understand yeah. that thought process why vengeance is his. Because he's the one who condemns. I will. Right. Oh. I get that part. Yeah. And that's why I say it that way. Because yeah. if you're coming against me, you'll, that means you're uh, meant, like she was saying, you'll take all the persecution and you're meant to humble yourself. That's why. Is because I'm meant to do whatever I can to win you. It doesn't matter what you do to me. It doesn't matter if you smack me in my face, steal my car, and um, drive it off a cliff or whatever. <laughs> Robbie it doesn't matter. Yeah. That, I'll do right? whatever right. I can. I'll because, take whatever you yeah. do just to try to win you. Right now, yeah, I get like, that. take that, that, part. Yeah. that part right there, right? Yeah. When, when, when you look at it from that perspective, uh -huh. you're already saved. But that yeah. person robbing you probably hasn't been saved yet. So are you going to take their life over it? Are you going to make that judgment that's going to send them somewhere where, right. you know, like, where they're not supposed to be yet? Like, 
that's a tough call, you know, when you think about it. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not going to be responsible for that. Like, yeah. what if that person lived another 20 years, yeah. gave their life to the Lord, and they became like great people? Exactly. Yeah. You know? And brought like 50 to 1,000 people. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mom you said, know? there's no greater love than to give your life for another. Mm. She also said, who's the new guy? I'm assuming you're asking about the guy with his back to the camera. That would be Orlando. And he's not that new, but yeah, he's new. <laughs> <laughs> and his wife, Jackie. Let's see. Did you want to go somewhere? The original place I was going to go didn't turn out to be a good one to go. I think we kind of hit the nail on the head with that scripture as far mm -hmm. as we could, you know. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good analogy. Yeah, a bit, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Was, you know, you, you want to see it from a perspective that's not worldly. You want to see it from Ooh. a perspective that's yes. spiritually. Yes. We're already alive in Christ. Amen. Right? Amen. Yes. I know you found something. Love how Psalm says this, Psalms 44. Okay. Right, let's go there. Psalms 44, 20 through 22. Psalms 44? Yep. 44? Yeah, yeah. That scripture there. yeah but I went there yeah, just because he said, oh, are you going to take us there? And so I started reading it. And verse 20 through 22 is just... <clears throat> the whole thing gets really deep. But it's like... Uh, 20 through 22. Can I add one more thing before we get on this? Of course. In that thought process is the same thing Christ did for us, right? Yes. At just the right time, he died for the ungodly, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So if it takes us to die for the ungodly, we are imitating Christ, right? Just like what we're predestined to be like. Right. You see? Yes. It's funny because... Uh, using Romans all over them. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. It says it in another place. It says... uh. Oh, actually, I think it even says it in Romans. I'm sure it does. Um, where it says, uh, no one will die for uh, a bad person. That is Romans, yeah. But someone might just die for a good person. One wow. might just die for a good person. Right, but it's, some, it's something along those lines. No, no, no. It. So it's that's like, what I just referenced. Yeah. Right? That's, that's what, what I was bringing up. Is, right. But at, and then he goes a bit further with what Christ did. But is he, he didn't die for all. good people. He died for the ungodly. Well, the we enemies. Is, right. You know, enemies. of God. Right? Yeah. So he, we weren't even on the same team and he died for us. Yeah. See how that... that that thought process that we walk through is imitating Christ in that thought process. Mm -hmm. And that's what I just wanted to add a little bit on it. Yes. You know, because it, it is an imitation of Christ. And that's how you can double check when you read something, you know, and you're like, well, I got this from it. Because some people can take some of the scripture and like turn it to the opposite of what Christ is like, mm. you know. Mm. They'll use it so they can justify killing somebody else, mm. you know. Wasn't that what Simon was worried about with Matthew writing everything down? Right. Well, in a way, yeah, but he was more worried about the the, the Jewish going. scholars going going. Yeah, but he also said about twisting the words. Right, yeah, that's what the Jewish, Jewish scholars do. Okay. Because that's Can how I looked at it. Is is <laughs> like you know what? Apparently, anything can be twisted anyway. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus the whole time wasn't worried about it because Jesus knew mm -hmm. he's going to die ultimately anyway. Right. So. And he knew most he's of gonna, those disciples were going to go with them, he's too. Gonna, he's going <laughs> to preach it. He's yeah. going to speak it because that's what he's here for. And, that, and that's, that's what the what whole... Here for. Yeah. Um, 
And that, that, that's what yeah. that's all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's you know? what we're here for. Christ, Christ is our reference line when we're reading. Mm-hmm. If you're getting something that goes against Christ, you're reading it wrong. That's all it is. You know? There, there's three ways to, to, to look for something to help. And it's faith, hope, and love. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And the Remember greatest it, one you could ever do is yeah. compare it to love. What was that again? And the best thing you can do is compare it to love, because love is the greatest of all those three. And, and, in Corinthians 13. Yeah. So that's a, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a chapter about love, but I use that in trying to find what the scripture is actually trying to talk about. Yes. You know, because I see it as a little shortcut. Yeah. You know? Shortcut. Because yes. oh. you'll read something, you'll well, that doesn't sound like it. You got to go back and reread again, and then understand the full context of it and see it from the side of where Christ, Christ lies. Mm-hmm. You know, you know why because in Matthew twenty-four, no, because love's the only thing that's eternal. Love conquers all. Faith and hope disappear when we're with Him. We no longer have to have faith because we're with Him. Faith is a belief in something you can't see. Same as hope. Yeah, we hope, hope for something we can't see. Right. But when we're with Him, those disappear because we're there. It's and become it. Comes but and love will always be with you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Love is the one thing out of all those three that exists even in heaven. And that's one of the commandments, right? To love, love one another. Yeah. Love and to love God. God. With all yeah, your heart, all soul, your heart. mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah, if yeah. you go to that verse up there, yeah. it's those, it yeah. says those are the two greatest commandments. Uh, well, we veered off of this. Mm-hmm. Not really. We kind of stayed on track <laughs> yeah. with that. Well, I was talking about this part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But this part um, in Psalm 44, verse 20 through 22, it says. If we had forgotten the name of our God and spread out our hands to a foreign God, would not God have discovered it since he knows the secrets of the heart? For your sake, we face death all day long and are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what um, Paul re- references. But it goes good. It, awake, Lord, why, why do you sleep? Rouse yourself. Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our misery and oppression? I guess that goes into something else. It does. That's why I was. Yeah, you're right. I, it, sounded, it sounded. It sounded when awesome, I read it. But, yeah. <laughs> but it, oh, I guess if we it, keep going, it is because yeah. it's talking about how how when we go into oppression and things, we think the Lord's sleeping. Yeah, because if you keep reading, it says we are brought down to the dust; our bodies cling to the ground. Rise up and help us. Rescue us because of your unfailing love. Right? Love is what's rescued. What right. rescues mm-hmm. us. Yep. And which is what we're it's talking love, about. Yeah. yeah. So, but I yet, guess it did go. But yet we're talking about the persecution the and stuff. And, and the fact is that's what we're here for. If we, if we weren't, the day we asked Jesus into our heart, we'd be with him. But we have a purpose. And that's why we're still here. That purpose is to love one another, to mm-hmm. share the love, to share what the love that God shared with us. Yeah, try to get yeah. someone to see God through us. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's in our actions or in what we share with them. Sometimes use words. Oh. Yeah. yeah, sometimes yeah, words. Use words. Yeah. It's mainly about how you. Use money, your actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Because what, what speaks louder than words? Actions. Right. Everyone says yes. that one, right? Yes. So if you live it, mm-hmm. you show it. see that more yeah. than what they hear. Yeah. You live it, you're backing it up. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And you know where that saying came from? The Bible. The Bible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. All right, so are we on verse 37 now? Yes. yes. It says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Right? You see how you see how that next verse was showing that thought process that we're supposed to get instead of the, the worldly way of seeing mm-hmm. it? It's that next verse that shows us, hey, let's look, let's look at it from this perspective. Right? Yes. It says, For I am convinced for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God. That is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Wow. Amen. Nothing can separate us. Nothing. That's the love. That love. love Because when we love God, we love others. Others, yeah. Right? Because we understand why God loved us. Mm -hmm. And what he did for us. What he did for us. So then we were like, oh, let me show this to someone else, right? You know? Maybe your maybe your marriage changes because you see love a different way, yes. right? Like when I was writing my vows, yes. I had no idea what love was. I thought I did, and then I read every single verse that had to do with love, marriage, husband, wife, kids, all of that stuff, and I was like, "Whoa, this is wholly different than I thought." Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and I saw a different perspective of it. You know. Yes. I spent hours on it. I'm like, I was just like, "Well, let's just do the traditional stuff." Let's just say what say it is. And she's like, no, we're writing on vows. And I thank God that you made me do that. I would have never seen the yes. perspective that I yes. see now with it, you know? Yes. Amen. Yes. Oh, see, and that's what you think you want. Oh, I do. I'm fine. <laughs> she's like, then why don't I hear it? Well. <laughs> <laughs> she's being funny. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> but yeah, that's why um, earlier when you were saying it was even yourself that separates them, this is where you know for a fact it isn't. It's yeah. saying things of the heavens and things of the earth cannot separate you. Yeah. Spiritually or unspiritual mm-hmm. can't separate you. It's only because your mind drifted. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and that's like, and in, in that way, you don't, in that moment, you don't fully understand the love of Christ, right? Because in if you did understand it, you would go back to Christ, mm-hmm. because you would understand in that moment, yeah. or in that season, mm-hmm. um, you would understand what it really means, because, and that's what makes you change in every aspect of your life. You give yes. people, you give people chances, on unbelievable amount of chances yes. right just because you're just like oh, i just don't want to deal with that mm-hmm. you know like all right well that's good you yeah. know because that's like someone will mess up and i have to rework everything at, at the job and i'm just like eh, i just don't want right. to deal with that you know yes. so ah, i'll fix it don't worry you know like yes. and and, and the then whole 15 time, hours go by and he finally finishes it all yeah that's, <laughs> but that's the thing is like it's easier just to like Give that grace mm-hmm. because you see that God gave that same grace mm-hmm. to you. Yes. You know, especially if you know you mess up, yeah. you're like, I'm giving everybody grace because I'm a great sinner. Yeah. You know, I'm the chief sinner. Mm-hmm. Paul says, you know, 
So you give more grace because you're just hoping, like, well, I know God's going to give me grace. So if I just give more grace, then, you know, we're good. We're good. You know? You guys remember uh, Matt's sermon on Sunday? Mm-hmm. Talking mm-hmm. about if you have something against someone oh. else. To- yeah. I remember the sermon very well. <laughs> I bet you do. Oh, but the one verse he kept hitting on was, how many times do you have to forgive somebody? It says 70 times 7. Mm-hmm. And I always think about it, and I'm like, man, that's 490 times. <laughs> that means, like, in a day. That's right. alone, like, in a day. Who, One per, one thing. Like, you're sitting there, and you're counting. You'll probably get to, like, a maximum of 200. And then you'll forget. You're like, man, what number was I on? Was yeah, it 291, 292? Yeah. Like, and then next thing you know, you're like, forget it. I'll just restart. And then by that time, it's the next day. Yeah. And you have to restart anyway. But it's like, you can't even count. Most of the time, you can't even count that high before you have to restart for the next day. So why does it matter? Don't even um, count the number of times. Just forgive goes, them anyway. And it goes back to what we were thinking. If you got mad over that or you couldn't give grace to that, you're caring. A, you're, you're you're worrying about the little things, the things that don't matter. Yeah. You know. Thank like, you for bringing that up. I was thinking. Yes. Yeah. You know, if you if you're worrying about the things that, that matter, then mm-hmm. that means you're not worrying about the things that do matter. Do matter, right? Right. Yeah. And what does matter is every one of us. Right. Yes. And every one of them. Yeah. Right. Even even them that haven't made a choice yet. You know, even the ones that make the wrong choice, because if we show them enough grace, maybe one day they might change. Yeah. They might change. You know, even if it's a deathbed confession, we'll throw a party. Right. 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 Yes. Actually, I might take a photo for that one. Do you remember, brother? You're preaching on the other side next time you preach. <laughs> I love you anyway, though. Yeah, I like. I like the way. Uh, I saw that. I saw that. uh, I totally saw that. I said, poor Orlando. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. It's brotherly love. Yeah. 22 through 34. 22 to 34? Yep. What are we reading? Luke 12, 22 through 34. Oh, dude. This is like. I want. I have a picture of a bird painting on my wall. Just so I'm like, I want the bird. Luke 12? 12. Yeah. 2234. Let me see if I can burn it. Oh, that would be cool. If you could do it on the canvas, that would be awesome. I could do that. 22. It'll take me a while. I mean, but I like it. Instead of the birds, I like consider the ravens. Okay. You know, because the raven is like the dark bird. Oh yeah, you know a crow the, is too. The bird that. But who? What is bigger? The raven. Uh, a raven. raven actually. A raven Ravens is bigger than a crow. Crows, I think. <laughs> oh wow! Ravens are like ravens are huge. Ravens are bloopers. They're pretty. Well, that's exactly what's on our wall. Yeah. Yeah. A black raven on They're our just wall. Big. We don't need yeah. a, it's a different species. I just like the the reference of the raven is what I was getting at. Cause, but but the raven never. Right. Hey, you're Alan Poe. Oh, twenty-two. Twenty-two to thirty. We're in twelve. 22 through 34 it says then jesus said to his disciples and i love this because he's talking straight to his disciples at this point he's not talking to a crowd he's not talking to all these other people he's talking to the 12 12. specifically okay and he says therefore i tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or about your body what you will wear 
Life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow nor weep. Sorry, they do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable are you than birds? Mm. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Mm. Consider how the lilies grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and, and tomorrow thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after such things, and your father knows that you need them. But... Seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourself that you will, sorry. Provide purses for yourself that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will not be exhausted, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. For me, that last verse is like your one of your key verses. There's a couple key verses in there. Yeah. Uh, I like the one. I like the one better in Matthew. It says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you as well." Oh, I, I like the way. I just like that verse. It's just condensed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like how Luke puts it though. Yeah. But. When you're thinking about these things, one, like I said, he's speaking directly to his disciples. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you're like, why is that? Well, we went over it one week. They were asking the questions. They were the ones seeking for uh, more than just the parable. They're asking the question, what does this parable mean? And so now he's talking directly to them to tell them where to put their hope in. Not to worry about the things of the earth, not to worry about what the next day is going to provide. It's to worry about the moment and how you're going to speak the gospel. That's all you should really worry about. Mm -hmm. And even then, you don't have to worry because God will put those in your life. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, I just love this whole thing. I could dissect this whole thing for you and then we'll be here for another probably hour or so. But, <laughs> but the whole fact is is one don't worry we went over all these different things trouble yes. hardship yes. famine persecution and yes. um danger of the sword and all these different things and don't worry about any of them yeah what god says pretty much all those examples were, yes. were met in there mm -hmm. you know right mm -hmm. and then the other thing is well we talked about nakedness we talked about the two different types too about everything being laid bare and physically naked right and here it even talks about Solomon. And I don't know if you guys know fully about Solomon, but Solomon was the greatest of all Israel's kings, and no one will be ever greater. Because he literally had everything given to him. He was also the wisest person. Wisdom and wealth. Yeah, wisdom, like wisdom and wealth, no one can um, come close, is I believe what it says. Um, but, so he had literally all of it. He had all the wisdom, he had all the 
um, wealth of the world, pretty much. And he says, not even Solomon in all his splendor, all his earthly splendor was comparable to a lily of the field, to a flower. And so, and we all know how flowers go. Like, one week it's alive, the next week it's completely withered and dead. It's like, oh man, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, what are those tulips? The ones that just pop? Huh? But they're still pretty. There's, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. God puts so yeah, much. Yeah. It is mm -hmm. like, a, like a lily. Like a lily. And then they're yeah. gone. Mm -hmm. God puts so year. much into those <laughs> that, that are here today and gone tomorrow. Mm -hmm. How much more valuable? Thank you. Yeah. yeah, and that's what he's saying. How much more valuable are you than a flower? Yeah, yeah all these examples are just little things. Yeah, and the, the main part, that's why I said... Um, it goes down to all uh, the main verses, what I say, but the whole thing, there's a couple main verses in there, but is 34 is where, for where your treasure is there, your heart will be also wherever you're putting your worries and all your cares of the world, wherever you're putting your cares at is where your heart is. So if you're worrying about, oh man, what am I going to do on Instagram next? Right. If you're worrying about your phone or you're worrying about the computer, you're worrying about your car, all these different things. That's your treasure. Mm -hmm. That's where your heart's at. Right. He tells us not to put our heart there. He's telling mm -hmm. us to put our heart in the earthly, or the, sorry, heavenly thing. The heavenly thing. Screw that up big time. He tells us to put it into the heavenly things, the things yeah. of, that won't fade away in an instant. He's telling us to say, hey, don't worry about these things. I'll take Put care of those. Preaching okay. the good about news, it. and then yeah. Uh, yeah. there's going to be a treasure in heaven that's going to be greater than all these things. Right. So let's not worry. Yeah, it goes into that thought process Amen. back in Romans. Moments. Right. You know? Let me go back to Romans. So what if we're slaughtered? You know, lamb for the slaughter. Yes. It's for a good cause. Yes. It's, it's, for a great cause. Yeah, it's for a great cause. I think that word back. It's for a great cause. It's for a great cause. For the greatest cause, should I say. I really love how it says lamb, lamb to be slaughtered. Because in uh, the Jewish custom at this time, it was, or before this time, I guess you would say, because that, up until this time maybe. But a lamb was a sacrifice. A living sacrifice you would sacrifice it for the sins of the people and so it's saying a lamb to be slaughtered if we're supposed to be like that that means we're um also supposed to be interceding for those people up until they give their life to the lord mm -hmm. we're supposed to be their sacrifice mm -hmm. i get it yeah pretty crazy it is? yeah now that you think now that you word it that way yeah yeah it just occurred to me Thinking about it. Yeah. You about to hit nine? We are at nine. But before we go on to nine, I don't think we'll read into it. This is a the these first eight chapters are pretty much the theology of what we believe in. And what I wanted to, I wanted to take this last twenty minutes. And if you guys have any questions um, about anything. That we went over. That we went over. That you know, I'd rather, I'd rather not go any further tonight and wrap up the first eight chapters completely. Make you sure know, everyone's on the exact same page, knowing that hey, this is exactly what we went over. 
And mm -hmm. so let's get everyone caught up. If there's a question that you're something you're not even unsure about, like just even a little bit, you're like, well, what does this really mean? Or a deeper meaning of this or so forth. Any question, really? You guys understand it completely? <clears throat> as best as we can. Yes. <laughs> There's a there's a thing we touched on too is like the the sacrificial lamb and um, going into uh, Hebrews four talks about talks about this is how um, uh, the priest went in once a year to to offer a sacrifice for the sins but but it never really cleansed because it had to be done over and over it had to be done year after year after year after year. When Christ came, he offered himself once and for all as a sacrifice. And, and, um, but the beautiful thing in, in Hebrews 4, let's go there. Hebrews, Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4. Right? Yeah, but it's all been in context. I know. That's what I'm saying. Man, we get all over. Because we, we touched on this a lot, and, I, and, um, it, and the reason I bring this up is because a lot of times when, when we're going through stuff, when we're going through these trials and tribulations, and we think, God, where are you? Where are you? You know, and it's telling, it's telling us he's never left us. But I want to show you that um, Christ went through these same things. And, and he's not indifferent to our suffering. He knows what we're going through. And, and this is, I love this scripture. So uh, Hebrews 4.14 says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence, so that we, we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. That's just so beautiful, because um, God is not indifferent to our sufferings. Christ has been tempted in every way. Dang, that's such a bomb verse. I love that. I love that verse. And it's something, especially when you get down in despair. God, don't you know what I'm going through? Yes, I do. And I've been there. And, mm -hmm. and I'm here with you. And I've never left you. I, oh, nothing will ever separate me from you. You know, we got to remember them. That's why this verse is so, this section is so powerful is because in Romans 8, because nothing will separate us from His love. True, nothing. amen. We need to remind ourselves because we are human. We have ups and downs all the time. All the time. And especially in those downs when we think we need to remind ourselves of Romans 8. Yeah, Romans eight is like a if you could memorize anything in the in in the Bible, that is probably what you should memorize. Because yeah, I memorize too many other things. I'm just, kidding. I'm just saying if you, because that's the one that will always like comfort you in mm -hmm. times of trouble, in times of persecution, in times of Romans eight. Yeah. You know, we're always gonna need it. We're always gonna need it. So if 
If you're if you like to memorize, that should be definitely one of those chapters to memorize. Not much of a memorize. I like more of like understanding the context kind of person. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, and being able to explain it in a way yeah. instead of just reading it. You're talking about all of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. See, Jacob versus when everyone's like getting their Bibles burned, he hid one away in his attic and like he secret a spot, and then he, <laughs> and he goes up just there to read at night, like. And it was funny. I never used to carry my Bible with me everywhere. But um, I remember there was an earthquake in San Francisco, and the lady was trapped in that double-decker bridge, and her she was trapped in her car for like a week. And and I was thinking of that. I was like, wow, she had nothing. I'm like, man. I would at least want to have my Bible with me. Oh, yeah, me too. At least want to have my Bible with me. And so from that moment on, I carry my Bible with me everywhere. I want to have my Bible with me. You know? I don't know. But just <laughs> just one of those things that, that prompted me to start carrying my Bible. Because if I had the Bible and I was in good health, man, this would have been like, have been like a camping trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys finally got me? Cool. <laughs> it's even better, too, because the more the more I've been like, like, man, you guys are slow. The more time you put in this book, the more time you spend in it, the Bible tells us, my word I have hidden in your heart. Mm-hmm. I planted it in your heart. And, and the Holy Spirit hasn't left you. And so the Holy Spirit will draw these scriptures out. Mm-hmm. But we're human, so we need to stay in it, yes. in it, in it, in it. So back to the questions. Anyone got any questions? Comments? No. no. I mean, we can go on if you want. No. Well, I guess we can read the next section. Because a, a lot of people... We'll read this next. This is where like some of the commentaries get a little wonky sometimes. A little wonky. This is why you don't read the commentaries. Yeah, point. you don't rely all on commentary. Commentary is a reference point, you know. You mean the little thingies on the bottom? Uh-huh. More of like the... Well, if you yeah, find the study Bible. The study Bible has whole paragraphs oh, on the bottom. Oh, I got a study Bible. Yeah, some, some people actually have concordance that are just like paragraphs of every single thing that someone mm-hmm. wrote on explaining the entire thing. Like, kind of what we've done. That's what but someone like in a book. else got. Yeah. No. You know, but you're, you're going off of someone else's thought. And... Uh, you want your own experience with mm-hmm. them, like yes. the disciples. That's what I was going to say. That's why I put that one Jesus away. Jesus asked yeah. them, how will you understand any parable? Yeah. You know, when you read those red letters, you know, just think of yourself as like the 13th disciple. You know, just Man. like put yourself in that position, you know, as if you're right there with them. Technically the 14th. All right, well, what's 14? <laughs> I say but that technically because... Just at the time, you know. One you hung himself. One hung himself and another... Wasn't technically appointed, so. <laughs> Cast lots for him. What do you mean? While we're reading this next section, if you have any prayer requests, please, please text them in. Correct. All day. Well. My memory gets really wonky when it gets to dates. So. Wonky. Do so you guys like, like you guys really like wonky. this study? What's your yeah. guys' thoughts on it? You know. I love it. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, we I, I'm, I'm I'm a sponge. I'm just want to absorb it right now. Right. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Any way we can make it better? Uh, No, no, because you're describing everything just right. So, no, that's why, you know, I like writing what I I hear because I go reread it. Yep. You know, and it makes sense. (laughs) And I love the discussion. What did you say? Just no passing. I love the discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different passing. Or, and there's no wrong or See, you know, wrong or right. Yeah, it's I heard it. I might. I got yeah, my hands on it. There isn't wrong. Or it's a direction. Right. Yes, it's a direction. Right. Right. Can have no crap dusting, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's good. You guys are getting it. You guys are getting it. Yes, yes. I was coming up anyway. I just need to finish my reading and. Alright, so. In. In chapter 9, we're going to read the first five verses. Okay. Right. And then we'll reflect on them and then continue on them. On first five verses. Watch five. Okay. We're just taking out a section every time. Right? I love this section right here because it's right after the theology part. And it's like, he's doubling down. Right? Everything you just said. Everything up to eight is all the theology is what you said, right? Yeah. It's theology as in like what we believe in. Right. Yeah. Pretty much like what matters. And what we believe in. Because some people get caught up on the stuff that doesn't really matter. Like, how He's the earth lying. actually is, or, you know, or <laughs> speaks the is truth. the world flat, or is it round? <laughs> you know, like people twist scripture to say all kinds of stuff. You know? Or if they're aliens, or. There's a lot of them. There's yeah, stupid but, stuff that people get caught up on. Yeah, but. The, the first eight chapters was what matters, right? And shortened up, it's pretty much love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is why. So, it says, I speak the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience confirms it through the Holy Spirit. So bomb. <laughs> How do we start this? You guys want to stay another hour? <laughs> I have a great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart, for I wish I, I for I could wish that I myself were cursed and cut off from Christ, for the sake of my people, those of my own race, the people of Israel. Theirs is adoption to sonship. Theirs the divine glory, the covenants, the receiving of the law, the temple worship, and the promises. Theirs are the patriarchs, and from them is traced the human ancestry of the Messiah, who is God all over all, forever praised. Amen. 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 Thanks. Like bombness right there. Bombness. That's just a made up word, but I still like it. I love it. I love that because it's like it's like someone asked him like this is this is for reals and he's like i know you know like he just buckled down and gets right in on him you know like thank you knocking him out i love it right hook yeah. oh. you want it's too good it's too good oh, okay. thank you all right so prayer requesting anyone got prayer requests
She's been having very bad allergic reactions. Oh, okay. She doesn't want to go to urgent care for that, so she's going to suffer through it. Okay. So just pray that she knows what it is. So it's getting worse every time. Did you give her your EpiPen? No. You should. I need that EpiPen. You can go get another one. Mom's uh, prayers for Josh on his birthday that this next year he gets even closer to God. Um, his birthday's on the 31st. That's my half brother. And then um, Robin Ponce, she did not have her surgery because her numbers weren't right. And so she's still in the hospital. It's gallbladder. So, so um, signs are well. The numbers gotta be right before they'll do a surgery. So, uh, like your blood pressure, your mm -hmm. iron levels, mm -hmm. your cholesterol, cholesterol, yeah, all the yeah. So they're waiting. I think even your teeth have to be straight, right? You can't have any infections in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Prayers for a whole church, <laughs> for everyone in need of anything they may need. Mm -hmm. Whatever they're going through. And Chris. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And prayers for Je is it Jeremiah. Yes, sir. Until he comes back. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been praying for him yeah. hardcore. Prayer for my daughter, Victoria and Kelly, that she will continue staying lifted. Pray every day. <laughs> Who's that, Kelly? My daughter and my granddaughter, Kelly. Yeah. And Victoria. Yeah. And Victoria. And Victoria. Mm -hmm. Yes. Victoria mm -hmm. and Kelly. Kelly. Yes. Kelly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Kelly. I know it's definitely not spelled that way, but I always I always <laughs> put C A L I. K A L I. K A L I. Uh huh. Her name is Kelly. Yeah. Who were we praying for for the surgery? Uh, Robin, uh, Robin Pons. She came with her daughter oh, okay. about a month ago. Um, mm, Matt's parents. Okay. And then the third. And Nick's test. Yeah. That's great. And. Uh, mm. Allie's co-worker Chris. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Our Amen. Yes, amen. We're behind the hundred percent. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. well, it seems determined this time. Yeah, sorry. I, right. He must really be getting tired of me. Uh, no, uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna pass it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding about the tired of me, but he's like, oh no. <laughs> You get tired of the cup, Justin. <laughs> Determine the first time. The first, time. <laughs> the first and the third. Where's Where's Leah? It's okay, Nick. Is she home? You got this one. She's at home. Not feeling um. Her mom's there and her daughter and the grandkids. <laughs> oh, okay. Got company. 
Mm-hmm. She did say she was having company. Oh. And them too. <laughs> beautiful people. Really beautiful people. I'm just messing. I know she's, well, needs to spend time with her family too. Uh, that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Her niece. My daughter. daughter. My daughter and my grandbaby. Daughter yeah. and grandbaby. There you go. Got any prayers? Well, man, everything must be good over in your neck of the woods. Oh, and from Mary Jane's <laughs> hell, her head, her head. Oh, oh Lord's head. got me on that one. Yes. <laughs> I'll hurt up. Maddie does. Mm. He's got me on a roller coaster right now. I love roller coasters, but not that kind, but still. <laughs> and did Roger post No, but he's been, yeah. No. Uh, and one more prayer for my daughter. She just recently got engaged. That everything continued to go well. Amen. With them. Danielle. Danielle. Numbers okay now with diabetes? Good. All right. See which are which. And for let's pray for your next doctor eyes appointment. Yes. Put Jackie in that list too, please, for her next doctor's appointment. Yes. Got it. Oh. Yes. Me. How's yours? Your health. Oh, I'm doing better. I mean, I haven't my my kidney stone hasn't bothered me. It flares up once in a while. But not as bad as it had been, and not as often. So I'm still I'm still waiting for them to schedule my surgery again. But um, it's been a lot better. Yeah. Thank God. Good day. Amen. Yes. It's all the other it's all the other ailments that uh, <laughs> that still get me. But those are a little bit more tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Can you do? Not much. Not worried. Not especially when you get dying of some kind of different ailments. You're like, go for it. Give it to the Lord. Yep. I leave it to him. I am. Since I'm texting Kenzie right now, uh, her birthday is tomorrow, but they're still kind of um, pretty usually still in bad shape since their brother passed. Help them. Here. Here with you. 
Oh, when you could go like this. Yeah. Like, oh, I remember that prayer. Yeah, that's why I started writing it down as a list. Any others? We're good. We're all good? We're good. I think we're going to get prayer session tonight. We do. This might be a like 10, 15 minute prayer session, by the way. Right. Just a heads up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fall asleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right? He's already sleeping. Right <laughs> Man, not even five minutes. Oh. Paul? Did you hear that, Paul? What? <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. I was sleeping. <laughs> oh. Let's also keep a uh, Matt in prayer. Yeah. Because um, they're Matt and Cody are really sick. Cody. See, I said that for uh, everybody. What? Only Matt. Okay. I'm not sure about Cody. Yeah, but if she's around, she's going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the air. Love is in the air. that song. That's all, that's all. It's that's the why love I boat. Love it in the air. <laughs> Hit it. All right. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just... Lord, we come before you right now in reverence, and we thank you for all that you've done in our lives, Lord. You're, you're just so great and powerful, Lord. We've read it here today. Nothing can separate us from you, Lord, from your love. And Lord, we just... We thank you for that, Lord, that you'll continue to love us no matter what we do or what comes against us or what persecution we face, no matter what happens in our earthly bodies, Lord, we thank you for it, that we're able to stand firm in you, Lord, and know that you're there. Lord, we also ask that your hand would be over um, all of us here, that we would get home safely and just guard us as we go home. Father, have your hand over us, protect us, keep us safe, that we that we may return next uh, Thursday, Father, is if it's in your will, Lord, just to have your hand over each and every one of us, keep us safe and in your care, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over um, Avery, Ali's sister. Uh, all I wrote down was health issues, so I know um, whatever she's facing, Lord, just have your hand over her. and Lord, give her strength and healing over her body, Lord. Um, I always say it, just these, you created these bodies, Lord, and so you know them inside and out, left and right, Lord, whatever, you know the number of hairs on our head, Lord, and so we just ask that uh, you would have your hand over her father and um, heal her and just give her strength, Lord. And Lord, we also ask your hand over um, Josh, the um, dad's brother, just, Lord, have your hand over him and bring him closer to you, you know, you know what it takes, Lord, and you know how easy we are to stray away and just to go back to doing the nasty things of this world. So we ask that you would bring him closer and protect him, Lord. Just guard him, Father. Guard his heart so that he won't fall away, Lord, but he'll grow stronger in you. Do whatever it takes, Lord. Lord, have your hand over Robin, Lord. Just She's been having issues with her health. And she's been in the hospital, Lord. And we just ask that you would have your hand over her and help this entire um, 
help the entire doctors, the entire staff, the doctors, father, the nurses, and everyone that will be doing surgery on her just to be guided and know exactly what they're doing and what needs to be done, Lord. But also at the same time, Lord, bring up her numbers, Lord. Just bring them up, even if it's um, through a miracle that they shouldn't be up, but they are, Lord. Just whatever it takes, Lord, bring up those numbers so that she can have this surgery, Lord, because this is causing a lot of pain for her, Lord. She needs to have this. Or, Lord, just remove all the pain in general, Lord. Do whatever um, is in your will, Lord. Cause whatever will bring others to you, Lord. And, Lord, we ask your hand over... Um, Rolando's asking for the entire church to have your, um, your hand over all of us, Lord. Just, I think of it not just the ones here, but the ones here on Sundays and the ones that are off and on. and Whatever the case may be, Lord, just have your hand over every single person, Lord. You know where each and every one of us are at. You know what's on our hearts and minds, Lord. And So we just ask your hand over us, Lord. Help strengthen this church, Lord. Not just in in number or any of these things, Lord, because what you're doing now is growing the leadership. I completely believe it, Lord, that you're growing the leadership and growing the foundation before you start bringing other people, Lord. And so, Lord, we ask that you would continue growing the leadership and the foundation of this church, Lord. Just strengthen the church in you, Father. Help us just to have such a firm foundation that not one of us will be shaken, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over um, Jeremiah. He's he's out of the, I praise you that he's out of the uh, rehab, Lord, and that he's doing better and has a clear and sound mind, Lord. But Lord, we also ask that you would bring him more, Father, if it's in your will. Just bring him back, bring him back here so that we can fellowship with him, Lord. But at the same time, just even if he doesn't come back here, Lord, have him go to another church or whatever it takes, Lord. But have him to spend more time with you, Lord. That's all I ask, Lord, is that he would spend more time with you and more time in your word, Lord. That he would start reading more and start digging deep, Lord, and just be set of fire back in him, Lord. Set of fire that is so great that nothing can um, put it out, Lord, or die it down. And Lord, we ask this also over the church, Father, as it goes back to the church, that you would do the same thing in this church. That each and every person here on Sunday and the ones off and on would just have a fire lit in them that's so great that nothing can put it out, Lord. That they don't want to stop reading or they don't want to stop spending time with you, Lord. Just have this happen over this entire church, Lord. And Lord, we also ask your hand over uh, Jackie's daughter and um, granddaughter, Lord, that you would have your hand over them and Whatever the case may be going on in their life, Father, I, for some reason I forgot, Lord, but have your hand over them. And whether it's health or if it's um, just something going on in their life, no matter what it is, Lord, have your hand over them and protect and guide them, Lord. And if they don't know you, Lord, then bring them close to you, Lord. Show your hand to them that they may find you and that they may seek you, Lord. And Lord, just have your hand over them and guide them into your presence, Lord. Lord, we also ask your hand over Matt's parents, Lord, that you would just heal them, Lord, or even if you don't heal them, Lord, but you would give them a little, little more time so that they can do the things that they want or need to do, Lord. Just have your hand over them and um, give them the time that they need, Lord. 
to at least finalize everything, Lord. Just have your hand over them. And Lord, just to be with the people surrounding them, that they would also see the shining light that those those two people are showing, Shirley and um, Lou, Father. Just have your hand over them and have them be such a light that everyone around them knows who they are and who they serve, Lord. And Lord, have your hand over Nick's test, Father. Just give him the knowledge and just what he needs, Lord, to pass this test and be with him and just guide him through it, Lord. Give him all this studying. Have it not go in vain, Lord, but have him remember it when time comes, Father. And Lord, we also ask your hand over Ali's coworker, Chris, Lord. He's looking for a relationship. And the first thing I ask, Lord, and this is what I would ask for every person seeking a relationship, is that he would seek someone who's devoted in you, Lord. That when he does seek and when you when you give him the person, Lord, that they would be devoted in you and devoted in being closer to you, Lord, and growing each other as one father, one in you, Lord. And so I ask that he would seek that type of person, Lord, that type of godly person, that they would seek one person who would just be so devoted in you that they would even rise up their partner to be devoted in you and that they would um, go off of each other being being like-minded in you, Lord. So just have them seek that type of person, Lord. And I ask that you would give them that type of person, Lord. And Lord, I also ask your hand over Mary Jane's health. I know she said she's doing good, Lord, but we also ask that she would continue to do good, Lord, that those headaches would just not be there, Lord. I always say that it would be bearable, and I always say that um, if it's in your will, that it would be gone too, Lord. But, Lord, you know your will. You know it better than no one can actually think of your will, Lord. It says your ways are higher than our ways, and your your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. It says that in Isaiah 55. So we ask that you would just have your way about her, Lord. Just If it's your will that she would not have those headaches no more, that... You would do so, Father. We just ask this over her that she wouldn't have it as bad, at least, Lord. That she wouldn't have it to where it's crippling her, make her not able to go somewhere that she wants to go, Lord. But that she would be able to go everywhere she wants to go. Just have her have those days, Lord. And Lord, have your hand over Roger. I know last time he asked for prayer for something, it was still about that judge, Father. So I just ask that you would that you would intercede, Lord that you would just bring him to that judge in any way possible, Lord, so that he would get what he needs, Father. And we read it today, that you would actually give us what we need, Lord, that you provide for all these different things, the birds of the air and the lilies and all the grass of the field, Lord, and most of that is fleeting, Lord. So we just ask that you would um, provide for Roger as well, Lord, provide for his needs, Lord, and bring him what he needs, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over um, Danielle, that she, that this relationship she's in would just be great, Father. That she would, uh, that she would grow in you, and that they would grow together as um, one body, Lord. I know that's what marriage is about, Lord. Just to they become one flesh, Lord. And so we ask that this would be about her, Lord. That she would grow in you, and that they would both grow towards you and grow building um, each other up in you, Lord. Just have you be the foundation of their relationship, Father. 
um, we ask your hand over Jackie and Orlando, Lord. Just have your hand over their health, Lord. I know uh, Orlando keeps saying that it flares up once in a while with his kidney stones, but it's also the other health issues that are a problem too. So we just ask that you would have your hand over both of them, Lord. Heal their bodies and give them strength, Lord. Be the strength in their bones and the breath in their lungs, Lord. Just strengthen them every single day and have them get up and just not feel the pain and not not have any issues that day, Lord. Just have you be the strength of their life, Lord. And just strengthen their bodies ever much more so that they could do your work, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over the Blackwell family. I know they just they lost a child not too long ago, Lord. And just actually a couple months ago, but still not too long ago when it comes to that type of stuff, Lord. And so we just ask your hand over them, continue to be with them and um, help them to have peace over this loss, Father. And I know, uh, I don't know if they're saved or not, Lord, but Lord, you know, you know what's going on in their hearts. And I just ask that you would be with them. And if they aren't saved, Lord, that you would um, reveal your hand to them so that they would come to know you, Father, at least be told about you, Lord. Send someone in their life to speak to them, Lord. But more importantly right now, Lord, to them is that they would have peace over this, so that they would be able to have sound mind to find you, Lord. But it's usually in these moments where they find you, Lord. So I just ask that you would reveal your hand to them, Lord. And Lord, I ask your hand over Matt's health as well, Lord. Just heal him and give him strength so that he can be back here with us, Lord, as um, one body. I know um, Allie and Jacob were saying that he was sick as a dog. And so I ask that you would just heal him, Father. Take the sickness away. And seems like this is the time of year to get sick, and that everyone's getting sick left and right. And so I just ask that you would have your hand over him and have your hand over the church and everyone around him, Lord that no one else would get sick from the sickness and you would just kill him, Lord, so that he can be back here with us, Lord. We can be back in one body, Lord. We ask these things in your name. In Jesus' name we say. Amen.